Overtime with Carly Zucker, presented by Gustavus Adolphus College on the fan. Now, with a look at what Minnesota teams and sports figures do to give back to our communities, here's the fans, Carly Zucker. Presented by Gustavus Adolphus College. This is an extra special episode for me. Um, Lindsay Whalen joining us from the Minnesota Lynx. Do you re- you're kind of a celebrity in our house. Have you seen this through my Twitter? I did. Yeah, I did. I did see this. I saw um, this post and I was, I felt bad too, actually, after I saw the post because I was supposed to go to this bowling event. I know. And, and then I was like, the thing was, is it was my one time that this off season, since I've gotten into this, doing the games, the broadcasting, the games to do an ESPN game. So it was my one chance to do, it wasn't actually, it was ESPN three. So it wasn't like the main ESPN, but it was my one it was my one game to do that, so I emailed um, the guys who asked me to do it, and I was just like, hey, look, you know, I, have, I feel like I have to take this opportunity, you know, get my foot in the door there. Sorry, I can't do it. I know it's Super Bowl weekend, and they were just like, no, go ahead. Like, you have to do it, but then, then I saw your tweet, and I was like, I should have been there. And yeah, what we're everybody. talking about is, so my daughter, who's almost eight, Sophia, um, is become a huge Lynx fan. And she, and so whenever we talk about Lindsay Whalen, it's just Lindsay Whalen. It's the full, not just Lindsay, it's Lindsay Whalen <laughs> in our house from the Minnesota Lynx. Every time we talk about her, she, Sophia likes to say, you're the best athlete in Minnesota, but she likes, she likes Jason Locks. So I always say, well, what about Jason? And she's like, no, he's good too, but Lindsay Whalen's the best. Does Jason have champions? Like, she'll call him out. She's wow. like, he, does he have championships? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Tough. Yeah, yeah. She's really tough. She's hard on him then. Yeah. Hold them to high standards. Yeah. So you are a four-time WNBA champion. Yeah. yeah you are two-time gold medalist yes. for the Olympics. Yeah. Um, but now you're doing broadcast mm-hmm. for Fox Sports North. Um, yeah. how, what are you thinking of this new gig? Uh, it's been really fun. Like the first couple games was tough. I'm not going to like, I was really, I was just like, my first goal was just don't sound like an idiot and just don't sound like you'd have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm coming into like a, it's a, so it's a three person booth. So I'm joining in Dave Benz, Jim Peterson, who Mm -hmm. have done this for all these years. And I'm kind of joining in the team. And so I was like, I just didn't know really like when to talk, what really to say, but then probably after my second or third game, I was like, this is really cool. This is fun. Like you're really close to the game. And then you're just talking the game that you've known and played forever. So that becomes fairly easy. Um, but like I had to learn like preparation and the amount of video you have to watch and what to look for and, um, how to talk over highlights. It's mm-hmm. probably been the hardest thing. So like, they'll be like, we're going to show a 30 second highlight package. Talk about James Harden or talk about like this week. It'll be Ricky Rubio or somebody from the Jazz. And so to come up, you can't just be like, oh, and he goes and scores. You know, you have to come up with, like, mm-hmm. good stuff, I feel like, that the view, that the listener and the viewer wants to see. So that was, like, a big adjustment. But then I've done, yeah, Jim Peterson, who's been amazing. He's obviously my coach for six years, but he's also been a mentor with this. And he was like, you know, you just need reps. You just need practice, like anything. Reps, 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 reps. So, he's, so I was like, okay, I reached out to the people at Big Ten Network and ESPN and got a couple more couple more jobs so it's been good and then i still have two more fsn games with with dave and jim so looking forward to those it's been fun it's interesting because you must be one of the only athletes who's doing this during their career 
which I think it must give you a really unique perspective because not only it's not after your career is done that you're getting into broadcast broadcast, but this is during, um, which I think also gives you a unique perspective when you're talking to other athletes. And I'm sure that they appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's, it's been something that I've been able to talk on a little more is saying this is how I would see it or this is how I would, you know, you know, do in this certain situation. This is what I would do if I was like Jeff Teague or Tyus as the point guards or so that has been, that has been something I think a little unique. And I think that's been something that's been maybe something that's helped me um, kind of get more opportunities this year. And I hope, I hope a lot more next year, really. I hope, you know, to, you know, play this year, play well. And then I hope next year I can do even more and then hopefully keep playing. Um, Are you telling us something right now? No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. I I'm would kidding. too. I would. Yeah. But um, no, I want to. Um, I'd like to do this for a couple years. You know, mm -hmm. I'd like. I, I've talked to to Cheryl, our, our coach, Coach Reeve, and I. I was like, I really like this. This is really cool. It's like fun to find, kind of something else you're passionate about while you're still playing. Because, I mean, as you know, you you have like a shelf life on your career, and mm -hmm. so I mean, I want to play. I would ideally like to do this and just have more games to do during the off season still stay in shape and train and everything, but then be able to still play in the WNBA. So we'll see. Yeah, not many players. There's a couple, like Carol Austin did it a lot, um, but she never went overseas. And so you kind of have to pick something. Sue Bird has done a bunch, but then she told, like, last year she cut way back. So she did a lot of ESPN games last year. And then she said, she told me, she's like, if you do that, then you're kind of really focusing on that and not playing. So it's like it's a balance because it is a lot of prep work, the travel, I mean, I've had two flights this year that have been canceled and, like, had to fly home, like, the next mm -hmm. day, which turns into an all-day. In the winter, you know, it's tough. One was a Timberwolves charter. Oh. I was like, how is... Yeah, like, we, how are we, how are we yeah, stuck? Yeah, the other night in Houston, we were sitting underneath in the loading dock for, like, an hour on the bus. And, you know, we're the TV crew, so, like, we're not getting much information at all. Mm -hmm. So we're just in the back chilling, like, Jimmy hurt his knee, everybody's depressed, like, everybody's down, we lost, you know. Okay, so, and then it's all sense like, what are we doing? Why aren't we leaving? And then somebody's like, oh, the plane, the battery's not working on the plane. So, like, like that's okay, alarming. yeah, I know, that's, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm, we're probably yeah. not going to be taking that yeah. flight. Yeah, And so then it was another couple hours of then not knowing when we're going to fly. At one point, we're going to fly at 4 a.m., and then it turned back, and then they pushed it back to, like, 10, so everybody could at least sleep, because the Timberwolves played Saturday at home against Chicago. In a back-to-back. -back. In a back-to-back. -back. So it was just, like, it was crazy, like, this all happened on a back-to-back. -back. So those guys had to fly home that day, play. Like, we got home at, like, 1. They had probably went home, like, took a nap, ate. You're sympathizing with them at that point. I going, was, oh, because man. I was like, this is, yeah. there, like, for as much as, like, as much as those guys make and everything, like, it's, it is tough. Like, it's an 82-game season, mm -hmm. you know, and it's... I mean, man, it's tough. Like, yeah, they have charter flights and everything, but... It's late nights, though, and they don't late get a ton of sleep, and, and it's hard to wind down after a game. And so to do a back-to-back -back yeah. is tough, and then when you have that... I have a hard time winding down, and I'm broadcasting the game, but yeah. I'm up, like, thinking about it. I have a hard time. Like, that night, I didn't fall asleep to, like, two. I'm wired, and mm -hmm. I didn't... You know, and I know when I play, I'm wired and I'm tired. And so then to do that 82, it's it's tough. And then Gorgie Jang accidentally took, it, took my bag to his room, so that was a whole nother thing. So it was like, yeah. So this was all happening. So you just happening. swapped clothes for that. <laughs> Man, so I was like, I was like, okay, my bag is on the bus that I'm on. Right, there's two buses. One for the media and then one for one media trainers and then yep. one for the players, players and, like, the coaches. So I'm like, okay, we get to the hotel after all this. Like, where are we going? We don't know what's happening. None of us have eaten since, like, 2 in the afternoon. It's now midnight. 
And I'm like, I don't have my bag. And they're like, it's on the other bus. And it's on the luggage truck. And I was like, no, it was on this bus. Like, it was on this bus. So it, unless somebody just randomly went and took it, it's not. You know, so I'm freaking out that I don't have my bag. And finally, and then everybody's like, Jimmy's hurt, so we can't deal with you right now. You know, your bag. And I'm just like, I have my backpack with, like, my phone and, like, my computer. I'm like, sweet. I don't have any, like, pajamas for tonight. You know, I don't have, like, my toiletries. Toothbrush. Yeah, your basic needs. (laughs) You know, pajamas. All this stuff that I need. And And then you see Gorgie and he's just wearing your jams. Yeah. 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 Finally, the security guy was like, let me send out a max text to the players, have everybody look at their bags, and sure, it was Gorgie. We had, like, the same Nike bag, except, I don't know where, so I don't know, I didn't have his bag. I'm like, You're just I having was, all these new experiences. Man, I tell I'm you, loving this. I tell you, and that sent me into a tailspin of, I didn't work out the next day, and I ate, like, milk dogs at the movie theater it sent me into a tailspin for the next 48 hours recover from that it took a while i'm telling you you're listening to Lindsay whalen from the minnesota Lynx. i'm loving this we're talking about her new career in broadcast um we're also going to talk about your motivations and some of the charity work that you do in the community um because you're so active in the community as well but um just want to talk a little bit more about the media work does it give you a new perspective of being on the media side of things because you've spent so many years being interviewed um, and I'm, I'm sure you have great experiences and you have some really terrible experiences. So does this give you an appreciation for media or does it make you a little bit more critical even of media? Uh, I would definitely say more appreciation because going to a lot of the shoot arounds, like one of my roles on FSN is post, um, post shoot around, I get a player interview. So we have a sit down. It's like three or four questions. And I also like listen into like it's always Tibbs and then a player and like the general media scrum. Mm-hmm. And so and then putting together a broadcast, you see how much sound they need and how much content they need. And so it's made me think about not being a pain in the neck like after practice of like when I'm tired and hungry to not want to go over there and talk because most nine times out of ten, I'm like, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten since this morning. You know, coach was just yelling at me. I have to like get my free throws in and I just want to get my shake like ice bath shower and go home. You know what I mean? But now I'm like, okay, this year I'm going to just try not to be a pain in the neck to everybody and like be rude. I'm going to go over there, do my stuff. As I've gotten older, I have been better than I was when I was younger, but yeah, I can see where it's like, you need these players to give like some information and you need the sound bites because you need to build content for the show. And I have definitely, I would have never even thought of that or been a part of that if you didn't see the other side. Do you feel like it's made you open up a little bit more? Um, yeah, for sure. You, you, be, yeah. be able to talk about things. I think even Jason Zucker, my husband, will say when he started, it was very quick sound, but always positive, kind of saying the same thing. And I think the more he's done radio or the more he's done interviews, he finds himself being a little more authentic and a little bit more of himself. Do you find that as you get older even? Yeah, Definitely as I've gotten older, I felt I feel like I can share more. Um, and then this has even given me a little more because um, one thing that everybody's told me, like, pick up your energy. You know, like you said, like, this business is built on the soundbite and everything. And so you want to give people a little bit more. Like, you have it in you. You just have to, like, be able to bring it out. And I'm a little more, I think I'm older. I feel like um, I don't care as much if people don't agree or if people have something to say on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, Instagram. Uh, I just, honestly, I don't really care as much. I it's mean, it's liberating to just yeah, be yourself, yeah, you isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So like the interviews I've done, I felt like I've, I've probably done better because I've given people a little bit more than I probably would have like two or three years ago. 
and you realize you're just being yourself, which I think is fun because I've watched a lot of work that you're doing on Fox Sports North as well. And you it really feels like what people would want to see. You feel very authentic. You feel very real, which I think is really unique to broadcast because sometimes it doesn't feel that way. Um, and so you're doing a great job. Well, thank you. It's yeah. been fun. Like I said, working with Jim and Dave, uh, I've known Jim for so many years, so I feel comfortable. And then Marnie has been amazing. And Vanessa Lambert. Yeah. I yeah, interned yeah, under her. Yeah. yeah. She's great. Yeah, yeah. They've made me feel just really at home, comfortable, like a part of the team. Cause you, cause like I didn't even think of this. Like when they asked me to join in, um, I sat down with Jim P, and you know he's like, "We got to get you back in like, um, in the truck one day and come to a game and just watch and see like what we all do. Like go sit up with the pregame, pregame and postgame, like the Tom Hanneman crew." Um, and I was like, I, you know, okay, cool. But then when I actually got to see it, and then you see like how much teamwork actually goes into it and how it is, mm -hmm. then it's like then it just becomes a whole other team that you're a part of. And now I feel, like, really good about that because I've, you know, taken a little extra time. And, and Jim's been great to me for that because I wouldn't have known that. You know, you kind of just think you're going to show up and then you just talk the game. Mm -hmm. You have and to have you a don't mentor know. almost. You yeah. almost have to have yeah. somebody who can guide you through it. Yeah, and he's, mm -hmm. been, he's been that for me, and it's been amazing. I really owe him a lot for sure. Well, that's Lindsay Whalen with the Minnesota Lynx. I'm Carly Zucker. Uh, again, this is overtime where we really try to go beyond the court or the rink or wherever it is and just get to know our athletes a little bit more and find out what motivates them and what they're passionate about. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about your involvement in the community because um, I love to see you on Twitter as well. You seem like you're so supportive of the other sports in the community and that you really just love being a part of the Minnesota culture and want to support the other teams and what everybody else is doing. But also, I know you're involved with Aces. So, I mean, I guess just talk about the feel of being a part of Minnesota culture. Yeah, I mean, I growing up here, um, I've just been a fan of every team. You know, I wanted to play on pretty much every sports team when I was growing up. And this is before WNBA, before Lynx. So, like, for a while, like, Mike Madonna was my favorite athlete. Like, I wanted to be on the North Stars. And then I was Anthony Carter for the Vikings and, um, like, Kirby Puckett with the Twins. And then once we got the Timberwolves, it was like everybody loved Kevin Garnett. So, yeah, I grew up, like, watching every game. And that's just what, like, I mean, my dad would do. We'd watch all these games and, like, get into the playoffs and it'd get even more exciting. And so... Um, now to actually be a professional athlete here, having gone to the U, it's fun to be a part of that. And but I'm still like watching the games and and keeping track of all the teams and and watching as a fan too. And so um, like that Vikings game at Philly yeah. really hurt. That hurt yeah. a lot. And I was really mad about that game because of the fans actually in Philly. I was really upset that they were, were throwing disappointed, stuff. Right? Yeah. To hear about that. That was crazy. Fans so. in general should just never be. It yeah, you can't. I mean, you shouldn't yeah. go to a game yeah. and expect to get a battery no. thrown at your head no. or like you know, a beer dumped over your head and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's a little much. Um, so, yeah, and then Aces has been cool. I'm, I'm the team. I'm the Lynx kind of representative and um, done a lot of stuff with them over the years. And um, Can you talk a little I've bit got... about what Aces is? So it's uh, they, it's an organization that really um, promotes, like, after-school activities mm -hmm. and, and kids to be involved. And, um, you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, it's just something where it's um, – anything for kids to be active and a part of something and maybe that turns into something for a kid maybe they really you know one day they're playing baseball or hockey or whatever and then they're 
you know, seeing that is something fun to be a part of. Um, so, yeah, last year we did something. We went out to the Smash Pizza or the Smash Bowling Alley out at the Mall of America. Oh, yeah. Them and um, them and also um, I've done a lot, like, some work through the team with Minnesota Adopt. So we had the Aces kids out there and the kids from Minnesota Adopt, and we've done events with them. And um, I know I have something coming up at a school coming up, I think, this week at Wednesday, um, on Wednesday at a school, um, something where I think we'll take a kid to school in a limo or home home oh, from school awesome. in a limo. Yeah. So so that'll be cool. That'll be really fun. And um, so, yeah, I mean, Kristen um, Edmondson, who's RCR for our team, and John Thomas now, he oversees it all. They do a great job in coming to us with different things and different ideas and um, different things that we're really um, involved in. I've been um, – I really enjoy working with Special Olympics – um, last year at the NBA All-Star Game, I played in this. I played in the Unified Game, the Special Olympics Olympics Game, and I told the director there, I said, "Hey, whatever you need me, you know, I want to be a part of this. This is really great. I feel like this is so cool." Um, and so she's like, "For now, while you're still playing, just help with social media, getting the word out there of different games and different events." And so I just throw out a couple. Have of you social done a media. plunge? No, I haven't done a plunge. Oh, I've done do a plunge. That. Have you? Oh, that's yeah. Good for you. I've done a couple plunges. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. To raise money for... For Special Olympics. Oh, man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. What was that like? It's freezing. But I was also kind of the wimp that jumped on the... We did a downtown one last imagine. year where we jumped. I jumped to the corner of the pool to the ladder and climbed out as fast as I possibly could. <sighs> ah, you're better than me. But then I did a lake one and you really are just kind of trapped. Is that like in Lake Minnetonka or Harriet I did or it short. Like I did it actually right near Gustavus. Do you know where Gustavus is? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did, mine was right near Gustavus. To, That's where I went to college. Oh, nice. Yeah. I went to basketball camp down there. You did? Yeah, Gusty basketball They're, camp. They're um, actually the sponsors of this show camp. supporting yeah. me after I graduated. And so... We love to give a shout out to Gus Davis Absolutely. because they're so good. So you went to basketball camp there? Yeah, I went to basketball camp there. Um, that was, I probably went three or four years in a row. Um, that was one of the camps when we were growing up, like like middle school to high school, where it was like you had to go to Gusty yeah. because it was just, it was boys and girls. Um, and you just, it was great. You did drills in the morning, but then you just played a lot. You played a lot, had three on three tournaments, five on five. And, and it was the first time, actually the first time I went down there, I called because I wanted to come home because I was homesick. I was probably like a Aww. freshman in high school or something like that, maybe eighth grade. And Lindsay Whalen homesick. <laughs> let me tell you. Yes. I, um, so you yeah, have another homesick story about going to a camp too, which I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to go to right away, but this camp, it's like you go to the dorm yep. and you stay overnight. You eat in like the lunchroom mm -hmm. and then you're doing practice all day. And the first night I was like calling, I was crying, calling my dad to come get me because I wanted to come home and they wouldn't let me. They're like, nope, you're sticking it out. That's you're good parenting it out. It right was, there. It was, yeah, yeah they're like, parenting. nope, nope. And then by like the second day, I like, I don't know, like fit in a little more played whatever you know started you getting, got over the hump. confidence okay, yeah. yeah yeah but the first camp i ever went to actually was janet carvening camp when i was in like fourth or fifth grade and this one i went with all my friends from school it was in st cloud and then that's my hometown that's where i grew see? up wow we have so many connections <laughs> Hutch, Hutch is like, i mean it's like yeah, 45 yeah minutes you're from close cloud. yes so we went up there it was at st cloud cathedral i went with all my friends so that was cool so that one, I got invited. I was the one of our friends who got invited to go to her elite camp or next camp, you know. And that one, it was going to be just me. So my mom brought me in. And it was at, Min it was at Minnetonka High School. And I just did not want to go. I was like, I'm not going to know anyone. I don't know any of the, uh, I don't know any of my teammates, coaches. 
And I was like crying the whole way going in from Hutch to Minnetonka, like an hour drive. And again, tears were flowing. But then we passed a Burger King. And my mom was like, if you go, we'll get Junior Whopper on the way home. <laughs> and uh, and like a shake. And so then I was in. And I was that like, That was okay. enough to convince then you? Then I was like, okay, if I get Burger King and onion rings, then I'll go. <laughs> and so Burger King got me through to that first one. So I'm, that's a true story. True story. That bur- It was a burger. I don't think it's there anymore, but on Highway 7. So You seem like such a tough person. So I can't imagine you crying on the way to camp. Yeah, There's I, a soft like core to Lindsay Whalen. Yeah, like, I don't know. I really am, like, honestly, like a homebody. And I've had to learn how to get, like, kind of out of that shell and stuff. But I would just like to, I mean, if I had my way when I was growing up, I would just be at home, like having an ice cream sundae watching like cheers and like frazier with my mom and that's what i would want to do but do you feel like basketball, basketball pulled you out yeah, of that for yeah, sure, yeah. For sure. and then going like then college and then playing in europe and WNBA olympic team like all that is like made me and it's been good because it's made me grow up a lot it's yeah. made me like really mature and grow up a lot but yeah if like if i would have had my way i would just been like home and and doing all that and so I think that's why I like to chill now at my house so much and just like watch Netflix like Murphy and Brown. shows. And Sounds like you like that era of like. <laughs> yeah, I did when it was. Yeah, now I'm into the Housewives. So I, last night oh, I was okay. like. Which Housewives are you into? Right now, Beverly Hills. Okay. This season. Yeah. So, yeah. New Jersey, Beverly Hills, Orange it's County. It's captivating to know that people live like that because it's a very different world. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it's crazy. Well, we are almost ready to wrap here, but I want to talk a little bit about. Um, just you are such a role model for women in athletics um for just i think athletes in general whether it's male or female i think you're such an inspiration and people look up to you in the community um what do you say to young kids out there do you feel like i mean you must feel like a role model do you feel like a role model um and what do you say to young people who want to get involved with sports yeah i mean i definitely feel um that I feel like our whole team, all, all of us that are on this kind of ride that we've been on, this dynasty that we built, we all kind of know our place in the community. We know we're the, we know we're the one pro women's sports team here that, um, you know, is kind of out there and visible. So we are, you know, we want to show young girls and young women that this is really possible if you do it. And we, and we hope, I mean, with the, the women's hockey team last week winning the gold medal. I mean, hopefully hockey continues to grow um, into that level and, and soccer and all these other sports would be just great. I think just more opportunities and more chances. So um, the fact that we have the WNBA, a really successful team, we all know that, um, you know, we have to, it's a more of a responsibility, but you want to carry yourself in a mm-hmm. good way. You want to show that you can be tough and, you know, on the court, you know, aggressive and, and all those things and try and try to win and go to win championships. But off the court, you can do good things in the community. You can be a good person. You can be yourself. And um, Rebecca Brunson is a tremendous role model. She talks all the time about just, um, you know, equality. And um, I know she, she brought a ton of kids yesterday to the Black Panther movie um, at the movie theater. And she does so many things. So we have so many people. I know Maya does a ton and Simone and Sil. So, um, our coach is is great, so we all know that, and and um, you know we all feel that. So we want to just when we're out in public and we're we're at different events, we want to just make sure that we're mindful of those things, and and we want to show that all the women out there, all the young girls who are you know watching or listening to this, that you can do it, and no matter what it is, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be a sport either. Whatever you want to you know go into and be whatever you want to pursue, yeah, yeah, you know, business or 
the arts or anything, you know, it's a great time for, for I think, young girls and women to, to have those opportunities and, and us on the sports side and in basketball specifically want to just keep doing our best and showing those opportunities are possible. Well, on behalf of my daughter, who's going to be <laughs> so jealous about that, thank you for all that you do oh, because well, it is incredible to have the links in this community and we love it and I hope you guys know how much the community loves it oh, because well, it's great. So, Lindsay Whalen joining me for overtime. Thank you again so much. This has been a great time. Um, thanks for listening and make sure to tune in next week.